We're holding the Prakma Nefesh Achayim. And we've called it the Musasef of Nefesh Achayim. He's not telling us principles and understanding, but rather giving us instructions in our personal growth and what to what pitfalls to avoid in our avoidance Hashem. We began speaking about the first danger which needs to be avoided, and that is that a person starts to feel proud of his achievements. He starts to feel uh, that he's done something beyond what he has to, and therefore puts him on a higher level, and that's a it's not necessarily like we saw a problem of Benalim Lachavero. It doesn't manifest itself in how it relates to other people, but it's a Benalim Lamaka. He becomes a Gavadlev, a person who feels his self-importance, and nothing distances a person from Hashem more than that. Success, Tavas Hashem, called Gavadlev. And we learn the Pasuk that if a person uh, is a Gavadlev, so it says if he's a Chacham, he loses his Chachma. If it's a novi, this is nevuah. And where you learn it from, the Gemara himself learns it from the story of Hillel. Even though Hillel is always the example of a person who was as humble as Hillel, perhaps there was one time he said something which could be misconstrued as being self-praise, and he forgot the halacha. And there the Nevesh Chaim says, Anyone who has a feeling of Yeres Hashem, his hairs will stand on it. But it will bring him to tears. By Who did they use as the marshal to tell us of a person who loses his chachma because he became proud? We learned it from Hidl Azakin. Hidl is used as always the example of somebody who is exceedingly, exceedingly humble. <coughs> Nevertheless, one time happened to him. Ktas Indian, something which was minor, she near Bashkovak is Nasus, as could look on the outside as being a remark of self praise, even though that wasn't Hillel's intention. But the female drag is good on the Mikhas Rukhoi, but because based on the great level of Hillel's humility, so for him it was an incorrect thing to say, and therefore Taikhov Nana Shalzeh, he was punished that he forgot Barach. And that's referring to Hillel, that even on such a small level of Gaiva, it's already enough that he loses his Chachma. That the good things we do don't bring us to a feeling that we feel elevated better than other people, and as a result, that we feel this is Nasus because it's only going to make us lose our Torah learning. And like we said, it's a symbol of the fact that a person is doing more than his understanding. Because if a person understands what he's meant to do, then, then doing what he's ex- what's expected of him isn't a reason for pride. It's only when a person feels I'm doing beyond what I need to do that gives me a cause for pride. That's the first danger that there can be. The second danger that he's going to talk about in Peric Base, I'll give a bit of an introduction, is a mistake in the opposite direction. Here we're not talking about the mistake that comes from a person being so impressed by himself and actually how much he's doing that he feels proud it's the other way around and that is here we're talking about a person who on the contrary he feels whatever he is doing is the absolute minimum which is required of him and less than that is no good and it's not also not the correct way to look at something the, there are minimum requirements for a mitzvah 
that less than that a person is not yotze, less than that is doing the wrong thing. But if a person is taking on to do extra, so it's not the right thing to look at it, that what I've taken on to do is the minimum, and now that becomes the, the bar that less than what I'm doing is bad. Uh, no, but when a person looks to grow, so I can see that what I'm doing is I'm trying to grow, I'm doing beyond the minimum requirement, it doesn't, it's not a bad, at the same time, it doesn't mean that someone who's doing less than me is doing wrong. I'm, I'm trying to do extra. And this is exactly the opposite of the first problem. The first problem we mentioned, that is a person is impressed by how much he's doing. He sees what he's doing is way above the minimum, and therefore that brings him together. And the second problem is, when a person sees what he's doing extra as being the minimum. As being the minimum. And now the, the problem which comes from that is, that it's true the person won't feel proud of what I'm doing. I consider that the minimum. But nevertheless, somebody else who I see as doing less than me, so now I look down on him. Because I think he's not doing enough. And that's not necessarily the case. Something I've taken on as an extra level, as to be machmut another shita, as an added uh, enhancement, a hider of ma'averus Hashem, doesn't mean that that's the requirement of the halacha. And if a person does less than that, it doesn't mean they're doing anything wrong. For example, most boys can agree that here in Eretz Yisrael, the halacha is at night time is half an hour or maybe 40 minutes after sunset for all the dinner which are planned tonight, whether it's taking a Shabbos or Yom Kippur or any other halacha which begins at night time, 30 minutes or 40 minutes is already considered night. There are those who machmir to Rabbeinu Tam and they are there until 72 minutes. You're going to refrain from doing malacha or not going to eat an Artem Kippur, whatever the case may be, not Seshmah, because they want to be machmed to the Shetah of Rabbeinu Tam, that, real, that he holds nightfalls only 72 minutes after sunset. Now, if a person wants to take on an extra Khumrah, be Yetzeh, according to another opinion, there's nothing wrong with that. Congratulations to him for being more careful in Halakha. But now that person now looks at people who take out Shabbos, 30 minutes, 40 minutes after Shkia, he says, no, they're Shabbos. I can't deal with people like that. They, they've been Mechal Shabbos every week. That's something wrong. That's something wrong. They're not being Mechal Shabbos. They're keeping Shabbos. You want to be extra careful. You want to accept an extra stringency. You want to be Yitzhak with another opinion. That's very good. That's commendable. But that doesn't mean that now a person can say, now that I'm doing this, that's the minimum, and anybody doing less than me is doing something wrong. I'll give you another example. It's brought in the Gemara, and it's brought in the Shulchan Aruch, and there's a certain hider, there's a certain uh, benefit, uh, extra, so to speak, credit, for that person who daven shachar, to daven at night sacham, at sunrise. The Gemara says it's more of an eshratzah, and it's more of a favorable time that those tefillahs would be answered. There's, a, there's, a, there's an advantage uh, to davening at sunrise. It's not always easy, you can get very early in the summer, if the person is to get up when it's still dark outside, but if a person wants to be machmir, and Mahadir and do make make sure that he's davening at the optimal time for davening. The optimal time for davening is at night. Now, if a person on his way back from night sees people getting up to go to Shachris at a later minion, a seven o'clock minion or maybe an eight o'clock minion, whatever the case may be, so, in, so if he would look down on them and think, ah, these people aren't really davening properly, they're waking up at seven o'clock, eight o'clock. I was up at five. He's making a big mistake. The Torah doesn't require people to get up for nights. The Torah requires people to dive in chakras in the first three hours or four hours of the day. 
And if a person is doing that, he's fulfilling exactly what the Torah requires him to fulfill. And the fact that you've chosen to take on an extra stringency, and you've chosen to get up earlier to davenate, is a maila. It's a good point. It's a chumrah. It makes the mitzvah more acceptable. But it doesn't mean that it gives you the right to look down on somebody else who's also fulfilling the mitzvah properly. And once again, this is the reverse of the gaiva. The gaiva is a person who thinks I'm special, and that brings the gaiva. And the reverse is the person who thinks what I'm doing is really or something everybody should do. So I don't feel special about it because everybody should do it. But on the other hand, somebody who's not doing it, so I think he's falling short of what he's meant to do. And both of those, both of these extremes are wrong. Both of these extremes are wrong. Why? Because the, what Hashem expects a person to do is what the halacha requires. What the halacha requires. And if a person's fulfilling the requirements of halacha, then he's done the mitzvah. And the fact that you're choosing to do more or do a better mitzvah or do a mitzvah with more hidurim is the maila. It's a maila, but it doesn't give me the right to negate a person who's doing the mitzvah without that maila. That's the case. That I can see that what I'm doing isn't the minimum requirement. It's more than that. So what prevents me coming to the first problem of the guy of feeling that I'm special or I'm on a high level because look how much extra I'm doing. And the answer to this research is something which we say many times, and that is that the mitzvahs where it's dictated exactly what a person needs to do to be into the mitzvah. And then there are mitzvahs where there's a range a Kaddish Baruch is given for how to be into the mitzvah. So for example, the mitzvah of eating matzah on Pesach is a mitzvah which is very clearly, very clearly defined parameters. A person has to eat a gazayis of matzah. But the mitzvahs, which the, the, the way I should define the mitzvah isn't by a clearly defined parameter, it's defined by a range. For example, how much Torah does a person have to learn? How much, how much money does a person have to give to tzedakah? There isn't a certain sum that the Torah says this is what you have to give. Depends on the person, depends on the circumstances, depends on how much money he has extra, it depends on the need. And if that's the case, if a person would say, well, you know what, I'm a wealthy man, I'm giving thousands of dollars to stock a month, and I see my neighbor who's, who might be struggling financially, he's only giving a few a few coins, I say, oh, uh, he's not doing the mitzvah properly. He's, he does, his donations don't begin to compare to the legal I'm giving. To look down on somebody like that would be wrong. He's giving stock as much as he's able to. That's what I wanted from him. He's not doing anything wrong. So on the other hand, should I feel like a Balgaiva while well, I'm giving so much extra beyond what I need to give? And the answer is no. Why? Because the Mechaiv of Tzedakah is the circumstances you're in. And therefore, since it's a mitzvah which has a sliding scale of how much you're obligated in this mitzvah, there's never a point where I can look down on somebody else and say he's not doing the mitzvah. Because it could be his circumstances, he's doing the mitzvah as it applies to him. And similarly, the fact that I'm doing much more, but it could be I'm not doing extra, I'm fulfilling the requirements of the mitzvah as it applies to me. And therefore, for a person who is a, who is a millionaire, to give tens of thousands of, of dollars to the stalker isn't more than he has to do, it might even be less. 
Whereas for a person who's struggling, the fact that he manages to put aside a, few, a tenth of his earnings, which might amount to just a few dollars, for him he's doing a mitzvah chatzil. These are the two pitfalls in growth. The first one being that a person feels that he's overextended himself and therefore he gets the gaiva. The second one being that a person feels that he's raised the minimum to what he's doing, and therefore people who are doing less than that are derelict in their decision. And once again, even though the Nefshachim doesn't mention anyone by name, it's clear that he was, what he was referring to was those groups who felt that there was a certain way to serve Hashem, there were certain chumras in serving Hashem, and they looked at everybody who didn't have their chumras or their extra and hogus, whatever it might be, as being people who were falling short in, their, in what they were doing. So he's looking at it together, Perek base. He says, Gamtuchal Ligram lo Adam ha'is nasas b'leiv, Mashiach o'yvel es yisbarach utaras b'leiv, the, the other problem which can come, come about from a person who is serving Hashem is If he sees people who the way of serving Hashem isn't on his level of what he says with the same purity of thought always keeping everything that Torah says without his level of spiritual connection he thinks that that person is not learning for the right reasons. And then if that's the case, then I look at this person as, a, as an imposter, as a fraud. I'll look down on that person, I'll think, that's not Avedas Hashem, that's a joke. He doesn't deserve to be called a person who's keeping mitzvahs, if that's the way he keeps mitzvahs. And if therefore I'm going to, if I'm going to despise such a person, so says the Nefshachayim, it's an avoid clearly. It's a very serious affair. Why? All the added benefits that a person could put to how to serve Hashem, <coughs> the feelings he has, and the preparations he makes, are all ways to make the mitzvah more beautiful. Are all ways to improve the mitzvah, but they're not likova. He's yet to the mitzvah without them too. And this is at the beginning, and that is as long as a person's fulfilled the requirements of the Shulchan Aruch, he's there to the mitzvah. And therefore, anybody who's done the mitzvahs is ticked off all the boxes of Shulchan Aruch of the requirements of the mitzvah, even if he didn't do it with the best intention, even if he wasn't in the highest spiritual feeling. It doesn't make a difference. You served Hashem, you did a mitzvah. And we have to appreciate him for that. And we have to respect him for that. Because that he's done the right thing. For us to play the judge and decide that the mitzvah wasn't done the way we would have done it, or as well as we would have thought the mitzvah should be done, and therefore we hold that you're doing something wrong, then that's something we can do. If it's not a requirement of the Torah, then we look at the person who did it as doing the right thing. He kept the mitzvah. And the lack of the level isn't something which affects the fulfillment of the mitzvah. And the fact that the person did a mitzvah, that's the tremendous thing. And therefore, to look down at the person who did a mitzvah, because we don't hold he did it well enough. We don't like the way he did it. That's what the Nefesh HaKhaim calls in the Voim Pleli. Let's give one or two examples. Where this is more practical than we think. The first example I want to give is, you have people who experienced in their learning, Lamdonim, and they can learn at a deep level, they can work out to show them, come to like, uh, deep questions or analysis of the sugya. 
And then there seems somebody in the base Medrash who is sitting with an art scroll or some other translated Gemara and struggling to read the words and make head or tail of the flow of the Gemara. And the London is very likely to think, ah, I'm alright, he doesn't have to learn. What, uh, how much is that learning worth? The fact that he's breaking his teeth over the words he buys. I am looking up in the English to see what the words mean. And that's the mis- exactly the mistake that Shachim is talking about. And that is because you're able to learn on a much more advanced level. And therefore, you look at somebody who's learning on a very beginner, on a very simple level, as not learning. He's learning Torah like you're learning Torah. He's spending his time and his efforts and his energies in order to try to understand the Gemara as best he's able to. And if that's the case, for that reason, he's all of Hashem. He's beloved by Hashem. And for a person to look down on someone like that and think that what he's doing is insufficient or is, doesn't deserve to be called learning because I feel I could do much better is making this mistake. It means I only appreciate my level. Anything less, everything less than that is, is inadequate. And that's not the right way to look at it. If I'm able to learn on a better level, on a greater level, it doesn't give me the right to look down on somebody who's doing the best he can. And like we said previously, it could be for him, he's been Makayim, he's midst of Talmud Torah, learning on the level he's learning. And for somebody who's able to learn on a much deeper level, so that's true. For the person's on a deeper level, then he is required to learn on a better level. <coughs> but that doesn't take away from the mitzvah being done by somebody who is doing the best they can. That's the first point. The second point is, another example, Sometimes in Akira, when they bring in groups of people to learn who haven't come from a background of Torah, haven't come from a background of keeping anything in Yiddishkeit, and people can come in wearing all kinds of odd clothing and all kinds of odd hairstyles and body art and who knows what. And then again, a person with a feeling like, someone like this is sitting learning Torah, someone like this is sitting in the best medrash. Like, so it's, a person can, in his thoughts and his fears, be a of that person. Like, well, what, what? connections that such a person have to the Torah. And once again, it's the same mistake. He may have not come nowhere near your level of anything, but right now he's a Jew and he's trying to learn Torah. And if that's the case, he's doing what Hashem wants him to do right now. Maybe he hasn't done what Hashem wants him to do in the past, but right now he is doing what Hashem wants him to do. He's trying to learn Torah. And if that's the case, for us to move somebody, when they're trying to do the mitzvah, and when they're doing what Hashem wants them to do right now, that's a big mistake. Similarly, the person is trying to do mitzvah for the first time, the person is trying to read the Twitter when he is not used to davening. All these people, we can look at them and say that people like that are considered part of the of Hashem. But the answer to that is, yes, they are. If they're Jews and they're doing mitzvahs, that's what Hashem wants them to do. And the fact that they may not have done mitzvahs in the past, but it may have come from any kind of previous Avera, but right now he's trying to do a mitzvah. And if that's the case right now, we have to understand that how God is is happy with what this person is doing now. Now he's doing a mitzvah, that's fantastic. It's a pity he never did any mitzvah until now, but we can't revise him for the good that he's doing now. That's, even if the, that's talking about a person's abilities or a person's background. Now we get to the next step, and that's even if a person's motivation is wrong. 
The first motivation is wrong. He's learning because he's being paid to learn. He's learning because he knows that if he does a certain thing, he'll be given a certain reward. And therefore, once again, the, the person who's on a high level would be outraged. Well, the person who's learning because he's getting paid by the hour, that's called learning. Learning is because a person appreciates the value of Torah. That's true. There's an added advantage to learning if a person learns Lishma. That doesn't mean that a person who's learning Lishma isn't learning. Maybe we're brought into the base Medrash. What got him to open the page was a promise of the reward that he's looking forward to. But right now he's learning. If that's the case, right now we have to, we have to see him in the context of Hashem season. If someone is doing a mitzvah. And the mitzvah is a mitzvah, we have to appreciate that. And if it says in Shachayim, that's for sure not the highest level to learn Shalonishma. But a person can't look down on someone like that, even in his heart he can't look down on him. It's a person who's doing a mitzvah. The fact that the mitzvah isn't as optimal as I would have done it, or as he could have done it, doesn't mean he's doing something wrong. A mitzvah is a mitzvah. And this is the same you said as before. One can't go to a mile and think anything doing less than this is no good. So, of course, the person is doing a mitzvah, it's also much has value. And that's what he says. This is the pasuk which says hey, that uh, the Torah has Ayra Chaim Bimina. And Bismillah Ashwa Kavit. On the right it has long life, and on the left it has wealth and honor. And what's the right and the left of the Torah? The Gemara says that those who learn at Lishma will be Zoyach at Tarikh Yamin, and those who learn Shalom Lishma will be Zoyach at Ashwa Kavit. Which means, even if another person learns Shalom Lishma, on that the Gemara says he still merits to be bent to get the blessings of wealth and of Kavit for the Torah. And therefore, it's still Torah which has some value. And that's the case, I for sure can't despise a person for learning. On a level that Hashem appreciates. And he brings desire. It says, Hashem, How much people should effort into learning, learning the Torah? Whoever learns Torah gets life. Like we said, the Torah brings a person longer life. And they Even for a person who's learning Torah, but not Lishma. What does not Lishma mean? It means he's, uh, he wants uh, he's some kind of gain. He's been promised an advantage if he learns. Nevertheless, He gets rewarded for it in this world, and he also gets saved from the judgment of, of, of the Avera, but he in the next world. So, of course, if he learns there. And then he brings the Pasuk, which is on the small, and even for person who learns Lishma, He'll get the reward and the covet in this world. And therefore we can't decide a person in Shlom Yishma. And therefore we're going to we're going to use it against them. We'll look down on them for that. Despise them for that. The Torah honors them for that. Because the value of a mitzvah is that the mitzvah has been done. And even though for us we can try to do a better mitzvah and we get the added credit so to speak of a mitzvah which is better than the minimum but we can't now downgrade the, the, the level of mitzvah-observance that anything less than the mitzvah so that's, that's the second point in growth. Growth means I'm going beyond the mitzvah. 
If I'm going to raise the bar of the minimum, what I'm doing, I'm not really concerned with what I'm growing, I'm just reevaluating what I consider the minimum. And there's a second fact in Avodah Hashem. Avodah Hashem is, I want, to, I want to do more than I have to do. I want to go beyond the minimum requirement to serve Hashem. But I still appreciate what I'm doing is more than the minimum that Torah requires. And therefore, I can't look down and I can't understand somebody who's doing what the Torah requires. And then he says, "Harei shafila adam shasha iske, but the rosh is parshal adishma. Karei b'shul is a pinyan like I may person wants to get something from it, then you have to respect him. As long as it's recommended looking to chazal, it's not. He's trying to use the Torah as a means to disprove the Torah. He's not coming to learn in order to to disagree with the Torah. And this is the point. If a person's done a various in the past, but now he wants to do a mitzvah, I have to respect him. He's doing a mitzvah." But when a person is doing an Avera by doing the mitzvah, he's learning in order to disprove the Torah, he's learning in order to argue with the Chachamim, then the act he's doing now is something wrong. That I'm allowed to say, why are you doing that? That's not the right thing to do. But if the act he's doing now is a good act, based on his past, and based on his level, and based on his ability, it's not as good as I would do it, I still have to judge it and see it as something which is good. But in Hashem it's good. And therefore that I can't look down at. It's only the person who, what they're doing right now is something which isn't good. It's doing something which is harmful. Then I have to say that that's, that's not in the category of what's, what's, I have to look, I have to look at favorably or another category of person get rewarded for. And another person says, if a person learns in order to argue with the Torah, it's better that he would have died as a fetus or it becomes like a poison for him. If it's not for that reason, and even if there's another reason, motivation for us to learn, even if it's for success in this world, Hashem will give him success in this world. And he doesn't get punished in the next little bit of Torah. That's the case. We have to treat, we have to act likewise. We have to act likewise because the mitzvah is being done. And this goes back to the biggest story of the Nefesh Achai. As opposed to the way of looking at it, and that is, the mitzvah is a result of how well the mitzvah was done. And the Mishnah of looking at it is, if a mitzvah has been done, it has a tremendous growth on Shemai. The mitzvah has been done, it has a minus. Now, you can add extras by the kavana and by the Tyra and by the preparation, everything else, but that doesn't affect the fact that the result which is brought about by a mitzvah being done is still the lion's share of the result. It's still the main factor which happens. Hashem wants something to happen and it happened. Hashem wants us to admit that we did it. That's the primary point. And therefore, even if it's not done in the Shema, and even if it's not done in the best possible way, the master, the Ikat point, he did the mitzvah. And if that's the case, we have to respect him for that. It had the effect in Shemaim of the mitzvah. Even without all the added ons, without all the extras. For a person themselves that's on a higher level and does a better mitzvah, it makes the person grow more. It makes it a more better mitzvah too, maybe. But the fact that the mitzvahs happened, that's the primary effect. And if that's the case, when any Jew does a mitzvah, we have to be happy about the fact there's another mitzvah to our credit. There's another, there's another side of schus, which can help to tip the scales of Israel's collective, so to speak, identity as tzaddik.